Welcome to the Whole Food Vegan Podcast. Exciting vegan food, no crap, no agenda. Helping you enjoy a wonderfully varied, tasty, easy to prepare and nutritious whole food plant-based diet. Simple tip, easy recipes and helpful hints on how to get more enticing vegan meals into your diet. Usually recorded after a bottle of Merlot on a Friday night. the whole food vegan podcast i'm sue hello and i'm mark hi and welcome back so this week we're going to talk in much more detail about one of our favorite subjects again tofu which of course as a vegan you'll either love it or hate it but you can't do without it so on the menu this week we've got a couple of tofu dishes but we're going to also talk about what we've already eaten during the last week uh, we cook seasonally we like to cook using veg box that makes the staple of our main meals and we just add things to it or add beans or other pulses or pasta or whatever we're having and we make mostly all of our food from scratch now we are whole food vegan but we do have you know occasional slips and we do have things where we go and buy something from the shop or we'll eat something process um but we basically eat stuff that we like and we eat stuff that's in season and sometimes we've got more time than others to cook so it really depends what's going on in our household and i'm sure yours is the same so what have we had this week well we've had a bit of cake going on haven't we have to have cake this time of year yeah it's very stodgy and fulfilling and uh, yeah we all need a bit of natural sugar but uh, yeah we've had banana. not seasonal though not really bananas not bananas no but uh, banana cake is good for using up all those end of week bananas that have gone a bit soft and don't want to eat them and the recipe that I've made my banana cake from is actually one with pecans in as well which is really nice so bananas are fantastic in cakes because they give a very similar consistency to egg. So really handy to have banana cake and you can freeze it. Also good for pack lunches. And you made flapjacks. I did. I made flapjacks because um, it was getting towards the end of the week. Didn't have any biscuits left or anything sweet. I wanted something sweet with a cup of tea. So I made flapjacks. Really simple, really quick and easy to make. Anyone can do it. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll post a recipe to the flapjacks. Fantastic. And one of the seasonal veg stars this week has been cabbage. So we've had lots of different cabbages over the last few weeks because they're all different varieties. And one of the things you get with a seasonal veg box, you know, whether it's organic or not, is you'll get a whole range of different versions of the same vegetable. So cabbage is a classic. You know, we might have pointed cabbage, we might have white cabbage, red cabbage, savoy cabbage, all the different ones. And you get to the end of the week, sometimes you've got loads of cabbage left because it's not everything that it goes with. And we made colconon, didn't we? Mm. Yeah, a really quick and easy way to spice up simple mashed potato. Mm. Yeah, I mean, colconon is an Irish dish and usually it's made with lots of cream and a bit of nutmeg and just some cooked cabbage stirred through the mashed potato. And it's a really nice dish with um, a couple of vegan sausages and a bit of onion gravy. Really good. Mm. Really good. And you've made a tofu dish with a miso marinade. Tell us about that. So that was a, a dish from um, a book called Tofu Tasty. Uh, I'll post a link to that in the show notes. And it's essentially uh, some ho some homemade tofu that we, we'll talk about how to make that in a second. But it was tofu marinated in a miso marinade and then with a really nice uh, miso mayonnaise dip that went with it. It was really quick, really simple, and so tasty. Mm. And I think it was the miso, the sweet miso, that really lifted the dish. Um, uh, 
it was incredible. It was a, it was one of those restaurant quality meals that you can make in about ten minutes. Yeah, and probably in a restaurant would cost you five times the price. But yeah, I mean, tofu being a subject of the week, it's really important that we talk about this, I think, because tofu is such a, I don't know, it's got such a bad name for it. And people who don't eat it just go, oh, it's that slimy, tasteless stuff that you just eat. And it's actually really versatile. It's because it's tasteless as such. It's not, you know, you can't classify it as a sweet or a savoury dish, but you can use it in both. And it is a very much a staple ingredient. And it's very closely related to tempeh, which I should just mention. For anyone who's new to veganism or tofu and tempeh and doesn't know what I'm talking about, basically tofu is a little bit more refined than tempeh. So if you imagine that you've got soya beans squashed and kind of compacted into almost like a slab, that's kind of what you're looking at with tempeh. Whereas with tofu, it's actually the soya bean milk, isn't it, that actually yeah. makes it. Um, and Mark's going to tell us a little bit about making homemade tofu because it's something he's really So you can into. make it, it's, it is very simple. You can either make it from a shop-bought soya milk and it's boiled, mixed with nagari salt, which coagulates it, and then you separate the curds and whey uh, through some muslin into a, into a block. Or you can make your own soy milk, which is kind of the next sort of most difficult thing to do. And that really is just a case of buying some soybeans, soaking them overnight. The next day you whiz them up, uh, strain them through a muslin, and then you've got your own soy milk. Mm. And it, I made it, I've tried it both ways. It, I prefer it made with homemade, with, with the beans starting from scratch, because the soy milk has got guar gum and all other sorts of things in it to make it you know more attractive mm. as a as a soya milk um, so in its purest form just buying soya beans and obviously that is the that's the cheapest way to do it as well it was, you can buy soy beans so much cheaper mm. than you can buy soy milk so you just got to soak it overnight that's the thing you have to do is soak the beans overnight you've got to think about it in advance but once you actually get going um, at making tofu, and I'll post a recipe on the uh, on the podcast here, is actually really simple, and it's really tasty. It's much creamier than shop bought tofu, and was generally was a was a nicer texture. Mm. I think it's really important that we also, even if we only try these things once, like try making these things from scratch, because it gives you a, a greater appreciation of them if you go and get them you know in the supermarket in a packet and it's all nicely marinated and square and everything and you think oh yeah that's okay but actually it's very expensive compared to making it yourself mm. so yes sometimes there are times when it's nice to buy it and have it all prepared and you know you just think oh, okay a couple of quid that's all right but when you actually make it at home firstly you understand the process of what goes into making it yeah. and secondly you understand how much more expensive it is to buy it ready-made and again it's it's a really easy thing to make and it's very very versatile so often you know we look at um particularly savory recipes when we look at tofu and if you think of it as being a sort of asian style ingredient that's kind of where it comes from it's an asian ingredient it's actually used a lot in in both asian and european cooking for uh, sweet dishes as well so things like cheesecake you can make out of tofu and we're talking here about probably most likely to be the silken tofu so silken tofu is much more liquid than the solid tofu. And Mark, you know a bit more about tofu than I do. So what's the difference between the silken and the... Um... I think with the, I think it, I think it's to do in the manufacturing process that the silken tofu is made from cold soy milk and the curds and whey are actually left 
together so it's a, or in different proportions so it's allowed to solidify a bit mm. but not completely separated and pressed mm-hmm. so it's also unpressed yeah so with with regular tofu you need to press it to really extract all of the uh um, all of the liquid mm. and yeah. you don't need a soy like a proper press do you like a tofu press that you can buy i will take a photograph of my press which <laughs> i made out of a tub of vitalite <laughs> And I, I think the other thing to say about tofu is that in the UK, we tend to think of it as a meat replacement and as something that vegans eat. But originally within Asian cooking, it's not viewed like that. It's just a regular ingredient that is cooked alongside meat. It's part of the meal. And in fact, that the book that I mentioned, uh, Tofu Tasty, the the author says in there that as she was growing up, people would say if if a meal was served without tofu, they would be saying, well, where, where's the tofu? Mm. Where where is it? It's just a staple of Asian cooking, yeah. and it's been adopted in the UK by uh, or in the Western world rather by by vegan, but it it's not necessarily. Yeah, it's used in yeah. all all forms of of cuisine. Yeah, I think the first time I ever had tofu, I wasn't even vegetarian, and it was in a Chinese restaurant, and they did it deep fried, and it was just amazing. So massive chunks of it, and deep fried on the outside, so it was really crispy, but inside it was really sort of oh. I don't know, melting. It was just divine. It was lovely. But you've got to have good sauce with it. So, of course, like here we go with the standard argument from a non-vegan going, tofu, it's just ugh, slimy. It doesn't taste of anything. That's the whole point is it's so versatile because you can make it taste of different things and you can change the texture of it. And lots of the cooking ways that we've thought of to kind of talk about today, you know, you'll have other ones as well and you'll discover other ways of cooking it. But you can, as I said, deep fry it. You can oven bake it. So would you do you deep fry it as it is or do you coat it? Well, again, it's up to you. So if you deep fry it as it is, it's probably going to be a bit weird. But if you uh, coat it with corn flour and even in soy milk and then corn flour and keep doing that process till it's got lots of thick layers on it, if you deep fry that or even if you shallow fry that, it'll be really crispy on the outside. And again, you can add lots of flavorings to that. So you might want to add some spice mix or, you know, a bit of Chinese spice or all sorts of herbs, whatever Smoked you've got. paprika. Oh, yeah. Nutritional yeast. Oh, yeah. Dr. Gregor's spice mix. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And we scramble it a lot. So scrambled tofu is one of your specialities, isn't it? I, I absolutely love it. So ideally, to make scrambled tofu, you need silken tofu and regular tofu um, so you make like a sauce to start off with with um, some cumin kalanamak which i know you don't like but sort of black salt which is the sort of the sulfurous eggy smelling i salt. don't like that and turmeric you make a sauce with that first with with the silken tofu or what i do is i don't keep silken tofu in stock i just take regular tofu and and put it in a whizzy with a bit of soy milk mm. make it liquidy cook that for a little bit then that goes all nice and yellow and then just crumble in the remaining tofu in chunks in Mm. in chunks yeah to make the the scrambled tofu yeah and it's amazing and within that we've put in uh, some onion some garlic sometimes sweet corn people make sweet corn is really good that Mm. gives it a nice sort of hidden crunch yeah uh you can put in greens in it so kale can work really well wilted through it Mm. It's really versatile. And I think also, you know, it's, again, 
it's such a nutritious ingredient. So it's not only about what it tastes like, but it's about the texture it has. But it's also very, very nutritious tofu. And people underestimate how, you know, it's got loads of calcium, especially if it's calcium set. It's got loads of like magnesium in. It's got lots of different ingredients in it. And it's very, very good protein source. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so versatile. As I, I must stop saying that because I've said it loads of times. But another thing you make with it is bacon. I make, I, yes. So bacon is really easy to make. You simply, it works better with the smoked tofu which you can do at home i haven't tried that yet but you can uh so buy the uh smoked tofu slice it quite thinly the same sort of thickness that you would uh, slice bacon and then i mix corn flour uh, smoked paprika and nutritional yeast uh, coat the sliced tofu in that mixture and then fry it. Mm. And I've got I've got a hot I've got two different smoked paprikas. I've got a, a sweet one and a hot one, and I prefer it with the hot one. Yeah. So it's a little bit spicy and it's really nice and smoked. So you get smoked paprika and also the smoked tofu. That that works really well. And we have that quite often in a, a bacon sandwich or yeah. a stir fry. I'm not stir fry. What's the word? A cooked breakfast. Um, and also another ingredient you could put in that is also liquid smoke or you could put in a bit of uh, maple syrup as well into making that bacon yep. and again you just marinate it and you just leave it and it just absorbs all the flavours and then you drain it and fry it and it's just amazing it goes have really you got well. some lettuce and tomatoes knocking around oh, make yeah. up a BLT oh yeah that's good Mm, very definitely. easy and i've said about making cheesecakes and things with the tofu so you can make cheesecake out of the silken tofu i've also seen lots of recipes with biscuits where they're actually using biscuits um using tofu and it's just like a you can mash it into a biscuit and make it almost like a kind of eggy type consistency it makes perfect biscuits because it's completely flavorless so really good addition to cakes biscuits puddings i've seen it in um things like you know mousses things like um tapioca type you know style puddings it's really versatile for sweet dishes as well as for savory so i've I've found a website that is exclusively uh tofu cheesecake recipes it's the 10 best silken tofu cheesecake recipes Mm. so i'll post a link to that on Mm. the website and one of the things that you've made several times which is really lovely is the um roasted tofu yes so this is this is Again, it's marinated and it's roast, and it's roast where you score the top and stick in uh, cloves. So this is a big chunk of yeah, tofu big chunk of tofu. It's yeah. all roast in one one whole lump, mm-hmm. and there's a really nice sauce. It's made with uh, I think it's got maple syrup and some orange juice in it, and orange zest yeah. as well, and cloves and cloves. Yeah, so it's uh, it makes this sticky outer layer. It's baked for quite a long period of time, so it dries the tofu out slightly. Then it makes a really nice centerpiece that you can put on the table and slice, and then you get that really nice um, sort of uh, soft interior with a sticky, crunchy, chewy mm. skin, as it were, sort of exterior crust to the uh, to the tofu. That is absolutely incredible. Mm. It does take a little bit of time to prepare. And it does take quite a long time to cook. So you need to think about it in advance. Again, I'll post a link to that recipe in the show notes. Mm. And also, I know people that put silken tofu into smoothies. Now, to me, that's a bit extreme. That doesn't really go in a drink. But I know people that do it. And again, because it's got nutritional value and it fills you up, it's you know it makes perfect sense. Um, another thing we use it for quite a lot is making quiche and things like that. So you can either make it as a sauce and put it into a quiche as a very thick sauce. 
using perhaps a bit of soy milk and some herbs and things, pour it over the, the uh, quiche uh, case. Or we've also made it sort of more like a scrambled tofu and put it in on in a quiche like that with mushrooms and spinach and things. So it really is something that I think you should go and experiment with if you haven't already. Mm. Mm. That's probably what I need to say about tofu. Yeah, it, it is. Um, if you if you just try to use it, just sort of straight out the packet, slice it and eat it as it is. But you can do. You can. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'd use it as an ingredient and prepare it in some way. And the easiest way to prepare it, I think, is to slice it or cut it into chunks. And as you were saying, to then fry it, shallow fry it, coated in corn flour, and then mix something into the corn flour to give it a flavour. Mm. That's the quickest, easiest way to prepare it, and I think the nicest. Yeah, I mean, I'm sometimes a bit lazy, and I just chop it up and stir fry it in the frying pan and take it out after it's kind of browned, and then put all the rest of the stir fry ingredients in, chuck it back in at the end just to warm through. That's quite lazy. I do do that sometimes as well. But... I tell you what else is really nice. I'm right. getting on a roll now. Make it as the as a as a bacon, and then have it in a sandwich with sweet chili sauce. Mm, yeah, and also we can make bacon in that way, and kind of put it around sausages and make like yep. piggies and blankets. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're going off on another tangent about tofu again, just getting enraptured about it. So, what are we going to talk about next week? So next week, our main topic of the week is going to be nutrition. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really important subject. And again, we can't talk about that too much because, again, you know, we're aiming this podcast at people who are perhaps new to being vegan or people who just want to eat more vegetables. And a lot of the reason for that is sometimes because they want to eat better. They want to feel healthier. They don't know where to start. And it's something I'm really passionate about is educating people of how simple it is to actually eat really well. I think the two things we should cover are at least protein and calcium. Yeah. They're they're the things that always come up. So we'll talk about that that next week. Yeah, and probably vitamin B12 as well. Yes. Uh, But it's interesting that I think, you know, Again, a little knowledge can sometimes be a bit dangerous and you can look at, so if you Google it on whatever website and and look at what sort of good foods to eat if you're vegan, you'll get just such a wide variety of stuff. So everyone is slightly different, but I think we're just going to give people some basic sort of nutritional guidance as to what is generally good and healthy for everybody, regardless of whether you're vegan or not. But we can tweak it to how you would get that for a vegan. And on the menu, we're going to talk next week uh, about bean burgers and chips. Ironic, really, because most people go, oh, that's not very nutritious. <laughs> Having burger our and bean chips. burgers <laughs> are very nutritious. We'll tell you about our bean burgers. Yeah. And chips can be as well. They can be. Yeah. 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 Okay. And we're going to talk about um, another thing we made, cauliflower cheese with sweet potato sauce. Mm. And yeah. a very easy to cook uh, pasta and slow cooked courgette recipes. Mm. And courgettes are in season. So let's, Definitely. let's talk about that. So it'll be great if you can join us next week for the next episode of this. And remember, if you haven't already, you can subscribe so you don't miss out on any episodes. And we've got lots of exciting things planned for future episodes. So do, of course, keep in touch with us. Let us know what's happening in your vegan world, how your vegan eating is going and uh, anything you want us to cover in particular. We'd be glad to hear from you. So until next time, we'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, please remember to rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. If you'd like to be featured on the show or to send us any comments, please email behealthy at govegan.online. See you soon.